Ohio voters went to the polls on a measure with implications on abortion laws in the state. And what are recycled clues? How the writer's strike is affecting the long-running game show Jeopardy. The rundown starts now. This is Straight Arrow News, bringing you unbiased straight facts. Today is Wednesday, August 9th. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. Ohio voters have rejected a measure that would make it harder to amend the state constitution, a proposal closely tied to how voters can change abortion laws in the state. It's a vote that abortion rights advocates wanted in the state that leans Republican, as residents in the state are set to vote this November to amend Ohio's state constitution to protect abortion access. Ohio's issue one would have made it more difficult to add abortion rights. According to a recent poll, 58% of voters Voters in Ohio are in favor of enshrining abortion rights. Once again, a familiar stage is being set heading into another election cycle, abortion being a hot button and top issue for voters in America. Our Ray Bogan reported Tuesday on a surge in migrants crossing the southern border into Arizona. In his story on our website, san.com, Ray reports a 134% increase in migrants in recent days. Some sectors see nearly 2,000 migrants every day. These numbers and headlines are a common occurrence in border states, but it's a problem that's not only impacting them. Massachusetts just declared a state of emergency over their own surge in migrants stemming from the influx coming from the south. According to Massachusetts Governor Mara Healey, there's been an 80% increase in migrants compared to one year ago. There are more than 20,000 migrants in the northern state currently living in state shelters seeking state resources. As part of the state's emergency declaration, Healey is expediting the process that allows migrants to work in the state. Healy said many of the migrants are arriving by plane from other states because Massachusetts is a right to shelter state. That means Massachusetts is legally required to provide migrant shelter. Currently in the northern Mexico city of Ciudad Juarez, which is roughly seven miles from El Paso, Texas, a large mass of migrants have gathered. There was a false rumor that circulated among hundreds of migrant families who believed the U.S. was going to allow entry to a mass group. Border officials estimate about 1,000 people at this entry point are expecting a pass into the U.S. A divided Supreme Court ruled in favor of the Biden administration in a 5-4 vote to allow regulations on so-called ghost guns to stay in place while legal challenges over the issue continue to play out in lower courts. Ghost guns are typically defined as guns without serial numbers, making them hard to trace. They can be bought online and even made with a 3D printer. New regulations on ghost guns came down last year from the White House, requiring manufacturers of self-assembled ghost gun kits to include serial numbers on its parts that can be built into a weapon. Last month, a Texas court blocked those regulations. The White House is appealing that ruling, and until a decision comes down, the regulations will stay in place after the high court's decision. A final ruling on the appeal could take years and possibly end up back in front of the Supreme Court. The number of ghost guns used in crimes has increased tenfold in a five-year span, according to the White House. 
As the writer's strike hits 100 days, its effects are being felt all over the entertainment industry, and that includes Jeopardy. Without writers, the game show, entering its 40th season, announced it will be using old clues from previous seasons, as well as bringing back contestants who have played the game before. Executive producer Michael Davies says it would not be fair to have new contestants make their first appearance on the show and be given non-original material. He called it the most optimal solution. One of the main issues in contract negotiations between the striking writers with the studios has been how artificial intelligence will affect their livelihoods. And now a new report says Disney has created a task force to study how AI can be applied to almost every sector of its business. The Reuters report says that the group was launched earlier this year before the strike began. One source says established companies like Disney must figure out how to implement AI into their business or risk becoming obsolete. ESPN is entering the sports betting business. The sports network struck a $2 billion agreement with gambling operator Penn Entertainment to rebrand its sports book as ESPN Bet. It will be available for fans in the U.S. beginning this fall in the 16 states where it's licensed. Broadening its business model into sports betting comes at no better time for ESPN in need of a new revenue stream. ESPN has cut hundreds of jobs since the pandemic, including 20 high-profile commentators this summer. Its parent company, Disney, has lost billions of dollars on streaming, and ESPN has lost some 30 million homes over the past decade. Finally this morning, one mayor reeled in quite the catch when she went fishing off the Florida Keys, a 70-pounder, but not a fish. Tampa Mayor Jane Castor confirmed Tuesday that she was fishing last month when she made an unexpected catch of cocaine in the water. The U.S. Border Patrol's Miami sector estimates the value of these 70 pounds of cocaine at $1.1 million. The mayor's office joked on social media that the mayor is never off duty. Castor spent 31 years with the Tampa Police Department and served as the city's first female chief of police before becoming mayor. Those are your top stories this Wednesday morning. Thank you for choosing Straight Arrow News as your trusted source. And now you can know the second the rundown is available with the Straight Arrow News app. The app is free to download in the Apple and Google Play app stores. Just search Straight Arrow News. Then make sure to turn on notifications for the rundown and you'll get alerted each weekday morning when it's time to watch. Unbiased, straight facts, that's Straight Arrow News. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day. Thank you.